This is Steel City Business, the Sheffield Business Podcast. Welcome to Steel City Business. I'm James Marriott, and today we're talking about remote team building. We are obviously in the midst of something that um, we've never really seen before. Um, workplaces so fragmented at the moment, people working at home, and the subject of team building is, well, an interesting one right now. Um, I'm joined by Nathan Angus, who is the Managing Director of Wildfire Agency. Nathan, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Um, just for anyone that doesn't know, just tell me a little bit about you know you and, and, and what it is that, that your company does. Right, so um, I'm Managing Director of Wildfire. We are, I would like to think, the premier events agency in the UK. Um, through Wildfire, we have five different brands that all service a different area of the events industry. So we have Demon Wheelers that looks after team building and uh, everything from outdoor motorised activities through to your indoor stop the clocks and crystal maze events and different activities like that active days out that does company fun days and large-scale company festivals themed evenings that does themed evenings originally titled that one um party prop hire that is our prop hire element so if somebody wants to come and they just want to hire a life-size lion then we've got three life-size lions in our warehouse that can come and uh, hire for the day or so and then well done events that looks after all company conferencing and av and event production so we've been going for over 20 years now and uh, we're a family-owned business um, I'm myself and managing director. My father is the CEO. Um, my mother is the finance manager, and my brother is the development manager. And then we ran out of family members, so we uh, had to employ other people. <laughs> that is truly family owned. Um, <laughs> it sounds like a lot of the things that you do kind of sound quite sort of large scale. So, give us an idea as to what this time of year, kind of spring, and some of the sort of things that that Wildfire would normally be doing right now. So, yeah, we we are, well, we have um, a massive array of different activities. So we work on two hands, really. We work with direct customers and then we work with agencies as well. So we'll work with a lot of companies where we'll supply them the events because we own all the equipment ourselves. So around this time of year, sort of April, May time, then it really starts to begin to ramp up for the summer. So by the time it comes around to June and July, then we're just non-stop. We're like a, a juggernaut going from event to event. And we're running sort of large-scale events, normally from sort of 100 people up to 2,000 people. And we'd run in seven events a day in seven different locations across the country. Um, sometimes more than that, sometimes less than that. Your busier days tend to be your Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Um, and we'll travel from all the way up from Gairlock all the way down to Land's End. So you, you travel length and breadth of the country, um, sometimes going abroad as well, but it's like day after day after day, different event, different event. So one day you might be running a crystal maze experience for say 300 people. The next day you might be running a full motorized day for say 200 people. The next day you'll be going on to doing a family fun day where you've got everybody from a company coming and all the uh, families as well. So you'll have magicians, you'll have inflatables, you'll have archery, you'll have a big PA system. So it's lots and lots of events day after day after day and um, just outside enjoying the sunshine really. Thinking kind of specifically about team building here then. So, so what's the sort of benefit for a business in doing kind of like you know a, a, a properly organized team building event well 
a lot of the stuff we do is team building with a fun element. Um, and we do do more facilitated team building as well. But we think it's it's good to give rewards and it's good to keep people engaged. And if you can take people from the office and they're enjoying themselves and while they're doing that, they're improving communication, they're improving team morale, they're talking to people who they don't normally talk to if you're splitting them into different teams, then it actually creates a feel-good factor amongst the whole crew. And then when you get back to the office, you might have, somebody in accounts who doesn't normally deal with somebody in HR or along those lines. And then when they get to the water cooler and having a chat, then they actually have something to talk about. And through a lot of the stuff we do, like for example, the crystal maze, um, a lot of it's a fun element. So people get competitive, but they're enjoying themselves. And while they're enjoying themselves, they let their inhibitions go a little bit. And I mean, this, the start of the crystal maze starts off with whoever your event manager is. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's some of the other people. And we walk out and we're fully dressed like Richard O'Brien. So have the bald cap on, have the um, leopard print and everything like that. And and so instantly people are at ease a little bit because they're like, well, at least I'm not dressed like that guy. So we don't mind sort of having a Mickey taken out of us a little bit as well. And it just makes people feel a little bit calmer. And then you can bring in your other bits like your company values and you can add those bits in because once people are relaxed and they're enjoying themselves, then they're more open to learning more about the values of the company or more learning more about how they can improve their communication skills. And you just add that extra element into it. Okay, now I think we probably all know the answer to this, but um, you know, lockdown and the social distancing regulations that we're in right now, what effect have they had on on you and on you know the the events industry generally? So, so for the events industry, it's it's been been a complete nightmare to be honest. Um, more more so for the events industry than say the hospitality or anything along those lines because uh, they they are a bit more recognised. Whereas the events industry, even though it's a seventy billion pound industry, doesn't seem to be recognised as much by by the government and by local councils. So when it's come to getting grants and getting rate relief and things along those lines, it's it's been quite hard for a lot of people in our industry. I'm part of quite a few forums where we we talk openly about these things. Um, we as a as an industry have essentially been been shut down and stopped from from actually putting events on because especially with lockdown the government say you can't have gatherings of more than two people well you know m- most of our events are over 50 people so we can't we can't physically put those on because we're we're not allowed by the government and if we did we'd be breaking the law and obviously businesses who are who are our primary customers aren't going to want to break the law to put an event on for their staff and i think a lot of a lot of people in our industry have been have just really been hampered by this in a lot of venues hotels and uh, conference centers they just literally it's gone from having at the beginning of march we saw lots of lots of events sort of getting postponed and more and more getting postponed and we thought we we were on point to have our best ever march and it looks like it's going to be our, our worst ever because so many so many events got cancelled or postponed and i think everybody in industry has just just essentially seen the tap turned off okay so um what has been your response to this so we're we're quite a positive forward thinking company we we never want to stand still we never want to um we never want to just uh, stay as we are we always want to grow we always want to push forward and we we came up with before every, we were even in lockdown we thought right well 
people aren't going to want to go outside and do events. People aren't going to want to have big conferences or anything like that. So we need to think of new things that we can do. And we came up with three different events that are all online, all remote, so people can log in from their home. They can have some fun. They can have some interaction. And it means that you can still provide team building events, even though you're not allowed to leave your house. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, everyone's kind of used to using Zoom and other things now and there's apps like, you know, House Party that have got games built into them and various other apps that I could download on my on my phone now. So what is it about the stuff that you offer that kind of makes it, you know, a level above that? So it's it's hosted. It's hosted by professional event managers. So loads of people are doing quizzes through Zoom. Um Zoom is something that we're using, but for some companies, I know because there's been security fears about Zoom, then we have used other ones as well. Um, so we've we've used Adobe, we've used uh, Jitsi, we've used lots of different different ones, and we have alternatives for for clients if they need them. But the difference between us and uh, your team or your your mates just running a, a quiz is that we actually have it fully hosted. So we've turned our boardroom into a into a film studio and we've got a green screen up in there so when you're having having the quiz for example uh, you log on to zoom and uh, we're normally doing it as a webinar so then you log on to zoom then you'll log on to our quiz app and through there you get to choose your answers and you have to put your answers in but on the big screen on the green screen will be the questions coming up will be uh, the bits of information, but then we've actually got a camera which is filming me or your other host, and they'll actually pop up in the corner of your screen and be talking to you throughout, giving you a rundown of the scores, giving you a rundown of what's happening, how to do different elements, and just generally trying to put in a few lame jokes in there and things like that, but actually trying to host the whole event so that it's it's completely hosted. You don't have to worry about anything. And I think a lot of a lot of businesses in particular are used to running events where they don't have to do much of the work. They hire a professional to do it. So that's what we're doing. We're giving a professional service so that they can actually sit back and enjoy the event. And you mentioned there were another couple of um, like events that you're offering as well. So just give us an outline of those. We have two others. Uh, one is the escape rooms, so the remote escape rooms, and the other one is Gold Rush. So I'll go through the escape room first. So we've got three different rooms that we can run at the moment, which all have a different theme to them. And we've built these rooms, we've built different elements to it. And what we do with this is, again, you log on to Zoom or you log on to whichever um, video client we're using. And we do this as a meeting so that people can talk to each other and they can... Uh, they can connect with each other and see different elements. And for each room, you have two cameras in there. You have one camera in the corner of the room so that they can see the whole room and they can see what's happening. And then you have one person in there who has a camera attached to them and they have an earpiece and a microphone and they have a camera attached to them. And what they have to do is they have to try and get that person out of the room and that person will be walking around showing them everything that's in there. If there's a briefcase, trying to open a briefcase, tell them it's a three-digit code, going to the other lock, saying whether it's a four-digit code or it needs a key. And then they, as a team, have to try and get that person out. They have to try and solve all the different riddles, solve all the different tasks that there are, and then see if they can get them out in the allocated amount of time. And then for the gold rush, this is uh, this is one that's a bit different, and this is more of a... Uh, uh, split into teams competing against each other challenge and again we run it through zoom 
and then we run it through breakout rooms in Zoom. So say you've got 100 people, 100 people would log on to the main meeting and then we'd split them into teams of 10 and each team of 10 would have their own breakout room where they could all talk to each other. And for for a few years now, I had this this idea of trying to create a team building event based on what in America when everybody moved across from New York to California to hunt for the gold, um, which was in the 18, 1800s. And um, I don't know why I had this idea for a team building event, but uh, I did nonetheless. And then when lockdown started, I was like, right, we can we can actually we can actually do something with this. So. Um, so what I what I did is I created a challenge where people go from New York to California and as they go from state to state, they have a different challenge that they have to complete. So in each state, there'll be a different challenge and some of these will be questions, some of them will be um, more sort of conundrums that they have to try and figure out as a team. And then each team has a has a quiz master that they then send their answer to. The quiz master says whether it's right or wrong. If it's right, they can then choose which which state they want to move to next. So uh, from New York, you can either go to Pennsylvania or you can go to New Jersey. And then from Pennsylvania, you can go to Ohio, West Virginia, Maryland. So they then get to choose their own route. So there's plenty of different routes to go from new york to uh, to california but what we've done is we've put in some states where they'll complete the challenge and then they'll go oh no war has broken out or there's been uh, avalanche or there's been something happen and the borders closed and then they have to go back on themselves so they might complete something in nebraska and then think that they're going to go from nebraska to colorado but actually the borders closed so they have to go back to iowa and make the way a different route so um We've just tried to make it a bit more a bit more competitive, so you can see which teams are ahead, which teams are behind. On the on the client of Zoom, you'll see the big screen, and I'll I'll be stood in front of it hosting it, and you'll see a big map of America with all the states on. You'll be able to see little dots and little numbers for where each team is, so you can see if say team one is is ahead and is in New Mexico, and team two is still in Arkansas, then you can see there's quite a difference. But then you'll be able to see if team two start catching them up and moving through into Texas and things like that. So it's, it's the live feed running all the time. So it gets people more involved in it and get, get that sort of competitive spirit running a little bit as well. Great. Um, just on the escape rooms there, just to clarify that. So is that, that's a physical room with a physical person in it with a camera attached to them. It is. Yeah. A lot of people are running sort of app based ones or computer game based ones. And then, you, you're always going to get the same experience with the escape room with us where we're doing it, where you actually have somebody in there and you're talking to, to them throughout, then it actually means that you're getting a different experience each time because people are talking to each other and they might be saying, Oh, well, why don't you try this? Or why don't you try that? And I've run quite a few of them. We did two rooms at the same time the other week for a company in New York. Um, I've always wanted to, to do events in New York. I didn't think it'd take a global pandemic for me to end up working with a New York based company, but um, two teams from New York and they, uh, they were going against each other to see who could get out the room the quickest. And one team got out with 15 minutes to spare. Another team got out with two minutes left and they, they enjoyed it so much. They actually wrote a blog on it and put the blog on their website um, saying about what a good job we'd done, which was, which was really good. Um, we did one for, 
Unlimited magazine, uh, business magazine in Sheffield last week. Um, they got the quickest time yet, so I'll I'll give a shout out to Dan and the rest of the crew there. But they uh, they got the quickest time yet. We're doing one for Exposed magazine later on today. So it's just it's it's more of a a full experience as opposed to doing one that's like a computer game and you just have to press a few buttons. Brill. Um, I mean, let's let's talk about the importance of stuff like this at, at the moment because obviously everything so far through the coronavirus crisis has has been kind of health based really but this kind of thing about people's mental health moving forward you know the amount of time that we've all had to spend indoors is, is, is obviously going to kind of in the long term play a real sort of role and for a lot of people who've never worked from home before there was probably a, a novelty of how easy it is to kind of climb out of bed and you're in your office in two minutes um, but uh, not kind of being around other people and, and sort of the distance between workers I, I, I kind of feel like it's going to be significant so how important do you think it is right now for companies to still kind of do stuff for their staff i think it's very important i think a lot of people aren't used to working from home and then on top of that a lot of people aren't aren't i'm fortunate i live with my wife and my daughter just a lot of people are living on their own so the only sort of interaction they'll get with people will be if they are doing a zoom call at night with their friends or if they are having work calls or along those lines and people can can feel a bit lonely and people can feel a little bit isolated and i think we as a as a culture worldwide have got so used to just being able to get everything so quickly and you know through social media and twitter and instagram and you get so many likes and you get all these different things people are used to getting sort of instant connections with people and now that's even on social media i've noticed it it sort of dropped off a little bit and it feels like some people don't know how to handle it in a way and i think it's quite important for businesses to show that they they care about the mental health and the well-being of their employees. So even if it's putting something on that's just a bit of fun for them for an hour for one day, then I think people will appreciate that a bit more because you're not having. I I notice it at work because I'm I'm still coming in and some of our staff are working from home and things like that. You, although a lot of the time you're talking about work when you're at work, you're not having that sort of water cooler chat or that chat while you're making a cup of tea and and asking what somebody watched on TV last night and things like that. So the social element of it, I think people are struggling with that quite a lot. So I think it's important that you give people a chance to to have some fun and to have some social time so that they can they can actually enjoy themselves a little bit and feel valued as well. Thinking a little bit towards sort of the long term then and you know it's anyone's guess as to what happens next with the situation that we're in but clearly stuff like social distancing is probably going to be around for a while so do you think that the kind of stuff that you do is going to be online for the for the foreseeable future or, or are there things that you do that you're kind of holding in reserve thinking actually we might be able to kind of reintroduce this into our mix sooner rather than later i think for the for the foreseeable it's going to be it's going to be majority online i think there is some some things we can do in regards to we've got a big array of different motorized activities where you could have people people taking part in those for example rage buggies quad bikes hovercrafts because you only have one person on the vehicle at a time and then you could make sure that i mean you always have two meters between each rage buggy anyway um so you could have things like that and then you'd provide sort of your full overalls gloves face masks helmets hair nets everything like that so and then get it all disinfected each time um so i think that could maybe come in maybe september october time um i think the biggest thing that everybody needs really is 
clarification on the situation. We need to know what's going to happen for the hospitality industry, what's going to happen for the events industry, because we don't know what we're legally allowed to do and legally not allowed to do. And as much as I would like to go out and do event, I mean, I miss hosting events for, for large numbers of people and having that interaction with people and just shaking people's hands. One of the best things about my job is whenever we do an event, people come up to you and shake your hand at the end and go, wow, that was fantastic. I really enjoyed myself. And I, I miss that. Um, I said to my wife the other day, I missed the constant adulation, but I think that's the wrong way of putting it, but it's just that interaction of people. And I'd love to go out and do that again, but we have to, we have a, a duty of care to our staff. We have a duty of care to our clients and we can't put anything like that on knowing that, there's still a risk risk involved. And until we know that that risk is is a lot lower, then I, I don't think it, it's right for us to even contemplate putting, putting large-scale events on. Yeah, that makes a, a lot of sense. And, and maybe it'll be uh, long-term, it'll it'll be more elbow taps rather than handshakes. That might be yeah. something you've <laughs> just, got, just got to accept that one, Nathan. And um, I mean, I guess final question from me is just if there's anyone listening that's really interested in any of those kind of three offerings that you've got and wants to find out more or even inquire about booking something, what's the best way of them doing it? So best way is just to go to spreadlightwildfire.co.uk and you can uh, fill out a inquiry form or you can even call our telephone number, uh, which is 0114. 2700330. If anybody's got any ideas that they want us to create new events for, we're more than happy to do that. Um, I just quoted somebody yesterday to do an online scavenger hunt where people have to find stuff in their house as well. So brilliant. Well, thank you very much for your time today. I think it's fantastic the stuff that that you're um, you're doing and coming up with to kind of keep those options there for for people and um, you know that importance as I mentioned about people's kind of you know mental health and uh, well being and and particularly for organisations take that kind of care towards their employees and still try and do stuff that that keeps them you know active and communicating with each other in ways that are not just zoom meetings every morning i think is is tremendous so um yeah the best of luck with the stuff that you're um doing and for the future and um thank you for your time no problem thank you very much for having me on find us at steelcitybusiness.com and subscribe to get our new episodes first audio marketing works Talk to the Rebel Base Media team about creating a custom, cost-effective podcast for your business at rebelbasemedia.io.